welcome to the Relationship Unconscious podcast series. I'm Dr. James Tobin, a licensed psychologist and psychotherapist. My clinical practice is based in Newport Beach, California, and I work with individuals, couples, and families primarily on their relationship issues. I also conduct psychotherapy groups and interactive educational workshops on romantic relationship issues and parenting concerns. In this podcast series, Relationship Unconscious, I focus on how the mind's unconscious influences the way we think, feel, and behave in our relationships. Although we probably like to think our conscious intentions and desires determine how our relationships play out, Unfortunately, that's not really the case. Freud established the significance of the mind's unconscious in determining many aspects of our intrapsychic and interpersonal lives. And since the time of his contributions, our knowledge base has evolved considerably. Drawing from all I've learned from my patients in 17 years of clinical practice, It's my hope that this podcast series will capture just how the unconscious impacts our relationships and perhaps even more importantly, will help listeners navigate the mind's tendencies, especially those tendencies that hinder the attainment of healthy, fulfilling relationships. If you'd like to learn more about my psychotherapy practice, group and workshop offerings, and other services I provide, please visit my website at www.jamestobinphd.com. That's www.jamestobinphd.com or email me at jt at jamestobinphd.com. What Nietzsche teaches us about good parenting. Friedrich Wilhelm Nietzsche was a German philosopher, artist, and Latin and Greek scholar who is perhaps best known for his study of tragedy in ancient Greek mythology. Nietzsche conceptualized an important element of tragedy, the artistic depiction of human suffering. According to Nietzsche, theater reified in spectators an appreciation of the human condition, the powerful forces that lead us astray, the dilemmas that have no solution, and the deterministic quality of flawed individual traits. Extending from these ideas, Nietzsche's concept of eternal recurrence denoted a sense of contentment with one's life and an acceptance of it. The notion of eternal recurrence has been linked to the Latin phrase amor fati, which, loosely translated, means love of fate or love of one's fate. It is used to describe an attitude in which one sees everything that happens in one's life including suffering and loss, as good or as meant to be, based on the origin of one's being and the many factors impacting 
this being. So you might be thinking to yourself, what's all this got to do with parenting? Well, in parenting workshops I conduct, I often refer to Nietzsche and the concept of amor fatigue as the third in a sequence of increasingly complex, crucial tasks the parent must provide relationally for the child. Before describing this third crucial relational task, let me summarize the first two. The first major relational task the parent must perform, beginning pre-birth and extending into the child's adolescence, is transaction. Simply put, transacting involves the instinctual drive supported by evolution for the parent to protect the child physically from harm and to soothe and nourish the child's emerging needs. In the second relational task, beginning soon after the onset of crawling and spanning into the child's young adulthood, the parent provides a witnessing function. By this I mean that the instinctual drive to protect and transact with the child is gradually and selectively supplanted by the provision of an empathic presence no longer intending to intervene directly as much, the parent now seeks to witness the child's dysregulation, upset, or distress, and offer an ambiance of respectful sympathy and implied detachment. The child feels bad, and the parent is lovingly present in these feelings not directly attempting to mitigate or resolve them, but honoring the child's unique subjective experience of them. The third relational task, the one most closely linked to Nietzsche and Amor fatigue, comes on board when the child reaches six years of age and spans the rest of the child's life. After years of instinctual protection of the child and witnessing and empathically resonating with the child's feeling states, the relational demand on the parent now is to form and communicate an understanding of the child's unique identity, how things add up for the child, both for good and for bad. I call this third relational task contextualization, and it could be as simple as a parent saying something like this to his or her child. I notice that when you put too much pressure on yourself, things don't usually work out as well as you would have liked. In the spirit of Nietzsche, this small descriptive comment draws the child's attention to how one personal factor of the child seems to be related to another, thereby depicting a potential cause-effect relationship between various components of the child's personality. 
I often suggest to parents that children in middle childhood all the way throughout adolescence are actors in their own film and by, and by the very nature of being so cannot see themselves in their film on the screen. But from the opening scene, it is the parent who sits in the very first row closely inspecting every scene of the film from a vantage point that allows the parent to draw connections between the scenes. By judiciously offering the child small, non-judgmental, but accurate portrayals of the components of the child's unique individuality, with all its beauty and blemishes, the parent helps the child begin to see his or her own film and all the emerging plot lines. Thanks for listening to the Relationship Unconscious podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to react to something you've heard, I encourage you to email me at jt at jamestobinphd.com. Also, please add a rating and review the Relationship Unconscious podcast on iTunes. Thanks for being such a great support of this podcast. Tune in next time for more on how the unconscious influences our relationships.